This is to the point with Marcus Amick when we cut through all the noise to discuss the things driving the world of automotive sales and service. Let's get to it. To the Point is brought to you by Rocket, the automotive industry's leading performance and engagement platform. To learn more about how Rocket helps you turn training into profitability, visit us at rocket.us. That's R O C K E D.us. The annual conference for the National Automobile Dealers Association, more commonly known as simply NADA, is a four-day extravaganza touching on every facet of the automotive retail business from just about every angle you can imagine. Whether it's new tech focused on streamlining the process for sales advisors or celebrity speeches aimed at motivating leadership in the business, NADA is the must-attend event for anyone who is a real A player in auto retail or those looking to establish their niche in the business. The 2023 NADA convention held in Dallas from January 24th through January 29th continued to build on that idea with a host of celebrities such as legendary NFL Hall of Famer Deion Sanders and new learning platforms like Rocket, which made its debut at NADA this year. As part of Rocket's NADA debut, we join A to Z Sync as guests at their booth to record eight interviews with industry leaders with a clear vision of how automotive retail is changing and how those in the business need to prepare for 2023 and beyond. This is the first of a two-part To The Point series where we sift through the noise at NADA and zero in on some key takeaways from those interviews. Jennifer Swoop, General Manager of Swoop, Hyundai, and Genesis on legacy, leadership, and the importance of relationships. I think that you have to embrace the legacy, and I think that you have to to work with it, but sometimes it can be more of a challenge. So, you know, when you when you come in as a dealer's kid, especially third generation, um, it can be very difficult to, to earn the respect that, you know, uh, hey, I'm serious, right? So I, I think part of that is just, you know, walking the walk. I mean, we talk a lot about servant leadership and, you know, getting in the trenches with your people, getting in the trenches with your manufacturers, you know, just working and building those relationships. And I just, I think that's the key to, to anything that you do. If you have partners, then you're going to work together, right? If we build uh, silos and if we if we put up walls, then, then we're not going to move forward. So, I, I mean, really, I, I, I'll say it and I'll say it again. It's a relationship business. So it, it is, it's just about building the team. It's about building the connections. It's about building the relationship so that everybody moves forward together. It, it's it's so basic, right? I mean, you somebody walks in the door and you greet them. This is your home. You know, offer them a, what do you do? What do you do when somebody comes to your home? You offer them a drink, right? If somebody walks in the door, offer them a coffee, offer them a water, show them where the restroom is. I mean, it's, it is so basic. It is so simple. We all learn these things. I mean, if, if anybody was in sales growing up, you learn all of these things and then you, then it goes right out the door when you, when you greet somebody, right? Oh, hey, we looking for it. But, but I think it's just being so simple. It's, it's being the, it's, it's being the person who's there to guide the experience and it's meeting the customer where they are. It's, it's, Taking that transaction, while you have to be in control, you need the customer to feel like they are, right? So it's a fine line, but it, it's all about the guest experience. I mean, it, it's all about, do they feel like they're at home when they walk into, into the store? And if they feel like they're at home, they're gonna take their shoes off, right? They're gonna get comfortable. And that's what we want. 
Warner Jones, COO of True Video, on the challenges to convince some in the industry that digital tools like video need to be a standard part of their business practices. It's, um, it, it, it's surprising how hard it is to convince people, OEMs, um, that they should do it. And it's surprising that it takes this long to do things. You know, we're an eight-year-old software company. Um, we have over 14 million video views and the word view is important because it's not just about taking the videos, it's about making sure that the customer actually watches the video. Um, and we've been, been doing it a long time and it's proven to work. 30% increase in dollars per RO, retention increases, you improve um, your customer satisfaction index and, and so forth. And it's still amazing that it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time to convince people that it works. And when we refer to the Mazda OEM data and how successful they've been, to me, it's a no-brainer. Oh, everybody should do it. But we're still on that track of, no, it's, we're, we're, it's gonna take time. Why? Why is that? I mean, because everything around us says that, you know, video, whatever, whether it's Facebook, I mean, every facet of practically every industry. Why is it, why is it still such a challenge in this industry to get get that message through yeah I, and i'm not sure i have a good answer um because uh, it, it baffles me because literally over millions of repair orders we've proven out that uh you're going to increase your dollars per row on customer facing repair orders by 50 to 60 dollars and just multiply that by every ro you have in your oem database and it's multi-millions of dollars every month and so it's it's hard for me to understand why we're still working with partners. We're still working with OEMs and, and driving their programs and becoming approved and those kinds of things, but it's still a process. When, when, when you're comparing the challenges that you face on the OEM side, the challenge you face on the dealership side, which one, based on the years that True Video has been in this space, which one has been the most challenging? Which one do you see having the most progress in understanding that you need to have these kind of solutions? In so so when we first started, the question that we had to answer first was why video? Why do we do this? How does it improve? And so we were on an education uh, train, if you will, where we had to educate every dealer. Why should I do this? I hadn't, didn't have to do this yesterday. I don't know anybody else who's doing this. We were very early. Now it is, how are you different from the other solutions? Because we know we need video. So we've progressed. Um, you know, on the OEM side, uh, it's 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 also an adoption piece, and it's looking at the other OEMs to determine, you know, who's doing well with this and why are we doing this and, and so forth. So early on, it was an education piece. Today, how are you different from the other guys? I know I need it. And we have people coming to us all day saying, I know I need this. My boss told me to come here. I'm just trying to find the right solution. David Kane, president of Kane Automotive, on the importance of trust and making that authentic personal connection in a digital world. It's all about giving the team member the confidence to build trust with the customer. And when, when I can build that trust and I've got a nice digital tool to do with, people trust what they see digitally, particularly if it's portrayed by someone that they build a relationship with. 
at the core of that trust, it really is about that human connection. Is it? Clearly. How, how do you main, how do you maintain that with everything that's going Yeah, so uh, interesting enough, so I was with a dealer just yesterday in Seattle, and the guy said, you know, we're all the time hearing about the Abe Lincoln clothes, but, but Abe Lincoln did something that we don't talk about very often. He taught us how to listen. And what he would do is he would he would sit there and he would he would get right in front of you and he would say, "Tell me what you need." Nobody listens anymore. We're all waiting for me to shut up so you can form another question and keep the conversation going. But you, with your eyes, the reason why you're a good podcaster is you're giving me the in indication that you're listening, whether you are or not. I'm, I'm reading that, and that's critical if I'm, uh, whether I'm doing Zoom calls, whether I'm out on the lot, whether I'm sitting across the desk from you, i got to give you my physical attention. And about 70-some percent of communication, maybe higher, is through the physical engagement. There's a lot to be said for uh, going through the the elements to really help a salesperson do well. Things that aren't taught like they perhaps used to be, you know, a dress code. Don't wear sunglasses out on the lot with your customer. Uh, let's hide the jewelry. Let's, you know, don't, don't freak people out. Try to let the guests see who you are and be nice to them, but, but it's not about you, it's about them. And if you really teach the team how to do that, they have a little success, and next thing you know, they become believers, because it's not fake. You can't fake being genuine and authentic. The fundamentals of selling, once again, identifying what the needs are of the guest, uh, being able to bring a product to the forefront and say, based on what you shared with me, I've got a recommendation. And, and you said you're going to tow a boat. You said you've got six uh, people that are going to ride in the vehicle. You, you said that you have to commute to work. All those elements allow me to then deliver a product. But if, I, if I'm just sitting there worried about what my gross is going to be, how much money I'm going to make, whether I've got you on the right car for my profitability, then I'm not being genuine and authentic with the guests and I'm only serving what my needs are. And I've learned this because I sold cars for 20 years. When I was worried about what my commission was, my commission was at risk. When I worried about helping the guest, my commission was locked tight. I was golden. Brian Benstock, partner, GM, and vice president of Paragon Honda and Acura on the need to adapt to the changing dynamics of the business. The dealers um, fail to look at the changes that are going on everywhere in the world, outside. How would Apple sell you a car? We need to answer. Wake up, guys. We need to pay attention because Apple's coming. And what the hell are you going to do when you're selling against Apple? You can barely beat Big Bob's down the block. What are you going to do when you're up against Tim Cook and the team at Apple? In 2007, Nokia had a billion customers. 2007, they were on the cover of Forbes magazine. Can anyone beat the one billion customer giant? That same year, Apple came out with the iPhone. How many people here have a Nokia? Nobody. 
Well, what makes you think that can't happen to us? They got that silly little Apple Watch, right? The little Apple Watch that was a failure by their standards. They've got a 30% watch penetration share globally. No, they're the number one watch seller in the world. And that was a failure. So, so how would Apple do it? They would have one pimple-faced kid, probably with a nose ring and an earring, on the floor that's trained better than anybody else that would handle the transaction from stem to stern, from start to finish, from A to Z. And they would do it in a very short period of time. And, and that's the reality. So I'm not going to wait for Apple to come in and show me that that's what they're going to do. We know that's what they're going to do. So we're trying to get there. Like Wayne Gretzky said, I don't skate to where the puck is. I skate to where it's going to be. I want Paragon to skate to where the puck is going to be. Now, back to the noise.